So what is poppin' peons? Welcome back to the second day of love and it is your girl Sunshine here aka Jistria aka the goddess aka the baddest person and the baddest bitch on earth and if you don't believe me just watch. Alright so basically i.e. we are on day two of the seven days of love and if you were tuned in on the first day I talked about my best friend and how friendship is a love language in itself. I talked about our highs. I talked about our lows. I talked about a lot of things. And not only did I talk about our highs and our lows, but I um, I literally said that today was going to be about self-love. So today we're going to be doing this. And today I'm going to get deep, deep, deep into the whole self-love thing. So I hope that you guys are here and happy because your girl is finna act all the kinds of ways because we're talking about self-love for goodness gracious um so on day two of self-love i would like to say that self-love is a love that i think most people should practice before they get into any new friendships before they get into any new relationships a lot of people don't love themselves and it takes them a long time to love themselves I am just turning 27 this year, and if I am to keep it a whole entirely being, it took me a while to get here. I am... When did I fall in love with myself? I probably started loving on myself at 16 and did not get really good at it into 20. And then even into my 20s, I haven't, and I still haven't perfected it. So like self-love is a growing thing because as I grow, there's new things that I learn about myself daily and the things that I learn about myself daily are kind of nice if I'm being completely and utterly honest. Um... I've learned more and more every day that you can never love yourself enough because there's always going to be something that comes in and tests you and you're going to have to unlearn something, relearn something, and that takes a level of commitment. Most people chicken out when they hear commitment, especially when it comes down to themselves because they're like, oh, what if I don't like this? What if it's not for me? What if, it, what if shit doesn't pan out how it's supposed to? And then we get to the point where we're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to love myself. And loving yourself sometimes looks like leaving that shitty relationship. It looks like having to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Having to show up for yourself because nobody's going to show up for you. Or when people do show up for you, having the initiative to want to take a fresh start. Um, It took me a while and a lot of people are like, oh, once you start your self-love journey, it should be easy. Like, one, two, three. Like, you shouldn't have any real problems. And the truth of the matter is, once you start your self-love journey, it will infuriate you. Because I remember when I first started my self-love journey, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I really cannot believe that I'm allowing people to dictate to me what I like, what I don't like, how bad my day is. Or just like, I really can't believe I let people shit on me. And I think a lot of people never take it and just grow. Like a lot of people constantly talk about, a lot of people think that self-love is just going out there. It's 
eating better, doing certain things. But self-love is the reason why you do it. Not because everybody's watching, not because somebody wants you to do it, but because you want to do it for yourself. I remember when I had gained so much weight that it had got ridiculous. I don't know, people are like, oh my gosh, how much weight did you gain? But like, for me, I had always been skinny. So for me, being skinny and just blowing up was hard for me because it was hard for me to accept my new body. It was hard for me to accept that, hey, that this isn't, you know, the best of the best of situations to be in. And after I took a hard pill and like a look at myself in the mirror, I had to accept that maybe it was me. Maybe my problem was not with... Maybe my problem truly was with myself. Because it's easy to blame everybody else. It's easy to point the finger and say, this person made me do this. This person made me do that. This person made me do this. This person made me do that. But the reality is nobody made you do a goddamn thing but yourself. And how you decide to move about certain situations is good. I used to say I used to cheat because my partner used to cheat on me. So if he gonna cheat, I can cheat back. And I realized that I really didn't love myself because why would I want to be with somebody who was constantly cheating on me? Somebody who constantly didn't care enough to even be respectful to me. Why am I fighting so hard for somebody who's constantly disrespecting me? (laughs) Like, why did I want to tussle with another woman about my man? That's why, that's why when I found it, that's why when I found out that, um, like my boyfriend at the time had cheated on me with my best friend, it pissed me off. And not only did it piss me off, it just like made me extremely mad because when you look at it and you hear the things and the words that people say, it's it's crazy. Like I had a dude who was cheating on me. People were telling me that I was dumb for staying. I had some people telling me that I was strong for staying, that it made me a real woman and all these other things. And the whole entire time for me, myself and I made me feel stupid. Because I was letting people who had no intent or no nothing come around me and tell me exactly it is that they expecting for me to be what they wanted me to be, what they wanted me to do and how they wanted me to work and move. And if I'm being completely and utterly honest, it is stressful. Not only is it stressful, but it causes a lot of shit. And then you sit back one day, and I was sitting back one day. I don't know about y'all, but I know I was sitting back one day, and I was like, this nigga don't respect me. This nigga constantly cheating on me. This nigga done cheated on me several times. Um, He done slept with my best friend. My best friend, she over there calling, telling me that I ain't shit, and I'm, and I'm all these awful things because I wouldn't let her copy me anymore. You hear, like, so much shit, and it's, you be like, damn, like... I really can't believe I allowed bullshit like that to happen. And then by the time you do get to that point, you're like, oh, man, I want to make a change in my life. And everybody's looking at you, thinking that you're supposed to have the answers. In reality, you don't have the answers. I remember I was saying back and I was like, I genuinely do not have the answers. <laughs> and as much as I want to just sit there and pretend like, oh, my gosh, I have the answers. I'm so happy to be here because I know for a fact that I have the answers. I had not had the answers. And it was stressful in itself because it required me to do deep soul searching work. And soul searching work said that I didn't like myself. And I liked the fact that somebody else had to say so. 
and could dictate to me exactly what it was and how it was that I would move. Anything that anybody wanted me to be, I would mold myself and shape myself, knowing that some of the things that they wanted me to be, I damn sure as hell did not want to participate in. So, like, where people are like, oh, my gosh, you wanted to dress conservative. No, I didn't. Even though I was a Christian at one point in my life, I hated the way that the Christians treated other people. But when I was around them, like, when they would treat people who were less fortunate than them like shit, I would often take a quiet role because I didn't want to stand out. I know that I have a very serious concentration face. Most people don't like that. I tell people I have a concentration face. They say, oh my gosh, you have a concentration face? Yes, I very much do have a concentration face. And with me having like a extreme, intense concentration face, people often thought that I didn't have the emotional capacity to do certain things. And so I would try to change my face when I was thinking. So if I caught myself thinking for too long, I'd be like, and like do a forced smile because I was like I want the people around me to like me but I was like I don't really like doing that shit and by the time like I had finished smiling and trying to people please at the end of the day I would be exhausted because I'm like I'm not even being myself and then when I would be myself people are like oh I like when you're more reserved and quiet and I realized that I have a personality that is specific for certain people. This is why my friendships work. This is why a lot of things are what they are. This is why I can do the things that I want to do now. Because I know myself now on a better level, grander level. So I know what I want and what I will and what I want to accept. Most people get upset with you when you talk about things like, oh, well you don't deserve to be happy and as a black woman you should be doing this this is why when i speak i speak and say do what the fuck you want to do not what the world wants you to do do not go out there fighting these bitches because i'm telling you right now your partner is going to treat you like shit because they know that you're going to accept the bare minimum if i keep it a whole entire lean being i had no problems and i can say this honestly and truly I genuinely had no problem being myself when I was around people who accepted me for who I was. And myself is weird, quirky. Like, when I come on, like, when I come on, when I come out to the world, I put on this big old front of I'm happy and I'm okay and everything's all right and it's okay and nothing bothers me, shit like that. But... Deep down, I'm a big ass crybaby. I cry for any and everything. Like, and my family will tell you I'm a crybaby, especially my daddy. <laughs> especially my best friend. My best friend and my father and people like closest to me will tell you that I am the biggest crybaby ever. Like, my grandmother knows I cry. I think that's why she does little shit to me so she can see me cry. So she can see me cry. And the stuff that she does is not heinous shit. It's like actually really cute shit. Like my grandmother, she'll call me and text me. She'll be like, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> like days before my birthday and then on my birthday, she'll do something for me. Or like this year, she sent me a, um, a Valentine's Day card. And when my other grandma had passed away, I hadn't talked to my grandma in a minute. And she was like if it isn't you and I was like it is me and I'm sad and she kind of helped me get over like my fear and phobia 
of my grandma passing. And that was hard for me. Like, people think that, oh, man, you just woke up and it's easy. You just woke up one day and realized, like, oh, my gosh. Um, About this time last year, I found out that my grandmother had passed away. And um, loving myself took, was really hard. (laughs) Because I found out that my grandma had passed away. I was having a really hard time at work. Um, and the dude who I was talking to had just took off his nice guy act. And, y'all, I was boasting on this man. I was like, yeah, baby, ain't never have another one of these men. Yeah, and then he flipped the switch on me. I just flipped the switch up. Yeah. Turned into a whole demon. I was like, I hadn't even known old boy long enough to, like, you know what I'm saying? to understand the whole entire child self-love really had to kick in because a part of me didn't want to eat another part of me didn't want to shower or brush my teeth or do anything and I know people are like oh my gosh I can yeah I went to depression I thought I found my grandmother died um and this is for her (laughs) Honestly, the seven days of love (laughs) is a self-love project that I'm pushing out and I'm scared. Not because the scrutiny that I may get from people But for the vulnerability, because this is an honor for my grandmother, and these are the things that made me who I am. My grandma wasn't always the richest woman, always wasn't the most kept woman, always wasn't a woman who always had the answers. Didn't she? I'm telling you right now, she made more mistakes than she did good. But she was my great grandma. She was the woman who taught me how to create, she was the one who taught me how to crochet. She was the one who taught me to have respect. She was the one who taught me to never put a man before my own happiness she was the one who taught me that true love what it kind of looks like to love so she taught me how to be forgiving she taught me how to be kind she taught she taught me how to be patient and I know a lot of people are like oh my gosh because people who know me and get to like spend time with me on a daily basis who especially people who I work with they're often like oh I didn't think that you'd be like this and I'm like oh yeah I got it from my grandma and she but she's gonna have her own day today i'm talking about self-love but she's part of one of the people who taught me that i had to love myself because without it i won't be the woman who i am today and there are people who look at me with like the utmost respect kindness appreciation 
and people love me for being myself which is so crazy because I used to be like why do people like me and I know it's gonna sound crazy but I used to be like why do people like me I used to like literally question I used to be like why is this person liking me like why is this person taking a liking to me like why is this person actually caring about the things that I have to say like when did I become something like I literally had people dislike me for me being myself like authentically because I've learned a lot about myself over the years I've learned that I don't like injustice I learned that I was bisexual which came out really hard for me because at first I just thought I had mommy issues and then I was like oh no that's unnatural man was created for woman and woman was created for man it's not Eve and Eve it's not Steve and Daniel like it's Adam and Eve like I had to struggle with that um accepting that I was bi was really hard for me because with my first girlfriend I really fucked up um yeah I genuinely fucked up and I know I fucked up because I wasn't prepared for the next one I kind of let that go because I guess like self-love had kicked in and I was like just because you messed up with one woman doesn't mean that you have to accept abuse from another one yeah it's not it doesn't get easier when you're dating (laughs) the same sex especially when they get to up in their chest you know what I'm saying but it took a lot of self-love for me to accept a lot of things about myself because the people around me probably wouldn't accept it or they look at me differently and I had to learn my self-worth and self-love not by the things that I did for other people but who I was as a person like I've always been what they call a slut meaning that meaning that I like to be sexual I've always I've always wanted to be sexually liberated so I liberated myself sexually I no longer worry about body count all this other stuff but I do worry about STD results what them test results look like stuff like that you know what I'm saying I literally look at STD results not only did I look at STD results but I looked at things like who is my partner sleeping with could I be with a partner who is cheating on me it took a lot of stuff love for me to stop dating cheaters and men who like to abuse women and degrade women because at one point in time I thought I deserved less than that and I know with some women out there y'all don't have to raise your hand and say oh my gosh it's me you're speaking for me but especially as a black woman like you get raised that you're supposed to be seen not heard that you're supposed to be a certain type of woman and if you don't want to fit that aesthetic then you're wrong or problematic and honestly it's OCD like it took a lot for me to love myself and show up and show out because I had people telling me that my lips were ugly. Like, I went to a predominantly white elementary school <laughs> for a very long time. And let's just say them years hurt, okay? I was fighting for my life in that school. Like, girls used to, like, the little white... This is And this is my problem with certain white people. I've had, I've had them spit at me, call me the N-word, do a bunch of other stuff. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. 
I just don't like injustice. And it took me a long time to like love, like to love my big lips. It took me a while to love my curvaceous body. It took me a while to kind of get to the place where I wasn't pointing fingers or the gun or saying this person did this, this person fucked up my self-esteem. I didn't think I was beautiful for a very long time. And with me not thinking that I was beautiful for a very long time, it took a lot out of me. And I had to learn how to love myself. And it looked like standing in front of the mirror telling myself that I look good. It looked like me telling myself that the shit I don't like about myself, I could easily fix. I didn't like the fact that I had gained so much weight that it was hard for me to walk without me being out of breath. So what did I do? I lost weight. Not because I wanted to look a certain type of way. Not because I wasn't. It was because I was. It wasn't because I wasn't happy with the shape of my body. Because it is what it is. What it's going to be. Everybody can't have the the extra small waist. Some people gonna have a waist. Some people gonna have a pudge. I've actually grown to love my pudge, but I know what what I want to stay at. Um, loving myself kind of looked like me accepting the hard truths. Like I don't want to have kids. But I can be auntie of the year. And even when I do see people and I'm like, oh, you almost didn't have one and have kids. They're like, oh, got to try hard. I'm like, Ugh. I don't think nothing's going to change. I said almost. Because <laughs> I always go back to my core. My core genuinely does not want to have kids at all. I want to be financially free to do the shit that I genuinely want to do. And the shit that I want to do is help the community more so than not. Not only is it that I want to more so help the community (laughs) but I would rather I would rather if I did take down the kids route be able to do it on my terms and right now I know for a fact that one I'm expensive two I like intelligence three because I have such a big ass nerd brain I kind of figured out how I want to do it with the price of inflation going up my pregnancy is probably going to cost me about (laughs) $50,000 By the time I get ready to have kids, if I want to have kids. Uh, And I love myself enough to not put myself in a position where I would end up probably despising my child if I didn't have it my way. Um, I've learned that I am a kind soul. Um, A big ass crybaby. And that used to be one of the biggest things that used to make me mad. Because people are like, oh, you cry all the time. I'm like, I'm trying not to. Now, if somebody said, oh, you cry all the time, I'd be like, you're right, I do cry all the time. Now what? And I know it's not the thing that we want to hear, especially when we're talking to like, oh my gosh, you can't say that. Yes, I just did. I said that. Um, I genuinely enjoy now being myself, showing up for myself. Because the journey of self-love took a while. And I don't care if you got to journal your way to start it. I don't care if you got to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful. I don't care if you got to lie to yourself and be like, I know I look good. I know I smell good. Until you actually believe it in your heart of hearts. I understand that self-love is not the easiest thing to do. You're never going to perfect it because your self changes. And you have to love yourself at all stages. I used to be like, oh, like, most people don't know it, but... I didn't think I was going to be alive past 25. Once I turned 25, I was like, 
wow, this gonna be the year, ain't it, boy? And then 26 came, and now 27 is right around the corner, and I'm like, I have to learn to love myself in this state because when I was younger, I thought I was gonna get killed or some shit like that or some heinous shit. I really didn't think I was gonna make it to 25. And loving myself means going back and showing up for me, going back and caring, going back and not being so hard on myself, going back and being kind, going back and trying to smile and grin, going back and, you know, just doing a bunch of stuff like doing the inner work to heal my inner child um loving myself looks like you know me exploring all my exhibitions and actually going for it and actually just doing it without any complaints loving myself looks like a lot of things and you're starting to self-love might be you going to therapist because I did go to therapy (laughs) I did go to therapy and um it's expensive and everybody doesn't have money just to get up and go to therapy um I did not have money to just up and go to therapy I literally had to plan I don't want to say scheme but literally plan and try to figure out how is this gonna work how it's gonna work ah that's that's why a lot of my jobs (laughs) like self-love allowed me to go for jobs I think I wouldn't have gotten like I know for a fact I this is how I know for a fact I don't want to be a doctor um because I dropped out of college I realized college wasn't for me that's a form of self-love like it's like if I would have stayed in college I would have had a big ass debt and would have been mad as hell because I had a degree that I quite frankly did not want to use um I always knew I wanted to do be my own boss and this right here is the act of self-love like the podcast like it's my podcast and I have things planned for me so that I can be on my own platform. I've studied from when I was a medical scribe because it is very intense training. I studied under them. I studied under the doctors when I was working with them. Realized that was not a career for me that I wanted to be in. Um, I studied a lot of stuff. All the things that I've been interested in because I wanted to make sure that if I say this is what I want to do, like I know exactly what comes with it. And even though it's a lot of shit that comes with it, um, I would genuinely like to just keep it a whole being and say like, self-love is me actively doing the things that makes me happy while taking care of the shit that needs to be taken care of and making sure that there is no internal war on the inside. Like, if I wanted, like, if I never would have got out of the, oh my gosh, I gotta do this so I can keep my partner, I gotta do this so I can keep my man, or I gotta do this to keep this, is that, and third mindset, I'd probably be one of those people who sat back and would have been miserable. And that's not really fun. <laughs> Because my worth would be tied to a man. And I've learned from out of self-love that if you have love, self-love for self, a lot of people cannot and can't take advantage of you. I don't get mad at women who get BBLs and surgeries because quite frankly, that's not my ministry to teach from. But 
I learned to love my body. I learned to love myself. I learned that shit's going to be what it is. So now people tell me like, oh, if I was you, I'd do this. And I'm just like, yeah, we're not doing that at all. And not only are we not doing that, but I will be loving myself, caring for myself, showing up for myself, and doing the work. Because... I think Abba and Preach said it. They said, prophesize, right? So whatever you're most in, you know, scared about or whatever, people will put it in your face. Not only will people put it in your face, but people like literally throw it directly in your face and tell you that you have to do this or you have to do that. Or people will try to impel their will on you if they see that you don't have no respect for yourself or care for yourself. Because they say, hey, shit, I can water into anything. If once you learn to love yourself and get into that mode where you're like, this is who I am, this is what makes me comfortable, and you start having boundaries and stuff, it's certain things that you won't accept. The man cheating on me is something that's just, just not going to fly with my book. A friend being fake to me, that's just something that I'm not going to put up with. Somebody not loving me properly is not somebody who I want in my corner. Because if they can love themselves, because I'm telling you right now, I try doing what other people try doing to me. And I remember I had a dude, he had cheated on me, right? And I had, I said, how would you like it if I cheated on you? And he said, and he said, I don't know about you, but he said, I love myself and I got too much damn respect for myself to allow you to cheat on me. He said, as a matter of fact, for suggesting that shit, your ass got to go. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. He was like, yeah, he was like, just because you don't love yourself don't mean that I don't love myself, baby. <laughs> I love myself very well. That's why I trick on you because it's easy. All I got to do is just bully you and you're going to do whatever I say. And it dawned on me. I was like, I don't love myself because this man ain't by me, no. This man, every time we go out, he belittle me. He do all this other stuff. And I was like, and I'm just sitting here taking it. Like, if like if there was a, like, I'm just sitting there just taking it. And not only am I just sitting there taking it, what the fuck is this? These are pictures. So, I'm like, while I'm just sitting there taking it, he over there talking about something, yeah. Yeah, she can't treat me any kind of way. And, I, and it made me think, like, if he's saying that I don't love myself. And the only reason why he with me is because I'm dumb. And I don't love myself. Why don't I level up so that I can love myself and attract better partners? And I can tell you, once I started doing that, I started attracting better partners. Because the self-love in me would not allow bare minimum behavior. Like, I had a new standard now. Because I kind of knew, I always knew. Because I grew up around, like, my father. Like, he may not be my biological father. He can say whatever the fuck you want to say. But that man acted like a father to me. And I said, my father would have never treated me like this. And that's the standard that I want to be treated at. The same way that my father treated my mom in all situations, good, bad, and ugly, is the way that I want my relationships to be around me. So I changed my standard. I've had other father figures who taught me the game. And I took what I wanted from them and I left the rest. And I learned to love myself. Like, I get it. I'm a stoner. I like to be alone. Not only do I like to be alone, not only am I a stoner, but I I like to bake. I like to cook. Um, I like to talk a lot. Um, some of my goals 
include helping people a lot more times to not. Um, I'm very family orientated. There's nothing that I can go do to shake that even when I want to because my family gets pissed and touch the tip of my nerves. I learned a lot of stuff about myself. Like, I learned that I can be really excited, excitable. I can be really manic. Sometimes, like, sometimes I just sit back and I'm like, ugh, you know what I mean? And it's just nice on the island of self-love. And it took a long time to get here. Like, I took some advice from Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry said he had pictures of himself all over the, all over his room. If you come in my room or any space I have now, I have pictures of me everywhere. Like, I keep a picture of me in my purse. <laughs> like, I, like, I used to have, like, at least one picture of myself in my purse. Just constant. Like, I have it in my journals. Um, I have scrapbooks. Um, I write myself love letters. Um, it started off with journaling and just doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And with that being said, Oz is a happy camper. And with that being said, and I quote, um, yeah, so I would suggest that everybody start practicing self-love and get on your journey, however that may look or may not look for you. Because everybody says it's easy to, you know, do these things. But in reality, sometimes shit is just hard. And beginning can be just as hard. And don't be hard on yourself when you started either. Because, like, you gonna be frustrated with yourself when you see how much shit that you don't let pass. You be like, damn, I really didn't love myself. And once you get that, you're gonna be like, damn, this is nice. And then if you don't, and if you hold on to the past and all the shit that you, like, let slide and people, how people did you it'll really break you so let that shit go and that's part of loving yourself because loving yourself has a whole process loving yourself forgiving yourself caring for yourself being there for yourself being kind to yourself like these are all lessons in self-love and sometimes my therapist helped me get through it sometimes I learned it from a tv show or a movie sometimes sometimes I got spiritual downloads Sometimes I prayed on it and got answers. Sometimes the answers just showed up. Sometimes, sometimes I just had a boom, like some, like something just came. But you have to be intentional when it comes down to self-love. So I would say go out there, love thyself, and be the best version of yourself. And with that being said, this has been my show. And I hope you tell a friend and go tell a friend. And I hope this helps. Love you.